for plebs, by plebs, dropping the Bitcoin only signal. Pleb underground. Welcome everyone to the Pleb Underground. Welcome back to Pleb Underground. This is episode 61. They want us to eat bugs. Wef's bliss, distasteful behavior, no chef's kiss, shout out my homies in KYS, scape off Twitter with a KYS, it's just not okay, YS, strange Twitter, from friends, no tweets from free range hens, nothing written by free range pens, scrolling, scrolling, what did the TLC, I don't give a fuck, I'm at home getting TLC, blue collar plebcast, TLC, the view I want is a TLC, gotta stay solvent, don't get overextended, thermodynamics, can't get overexpended. Y'all can't wait to get tennis rich. Get a London girl, not a Venice bitch. Go on a drive and head to your bay. Make sure you find one fit for a ray. With Mediterranean spice, I'm the merchant of Venice. A little lorty, like the menace called Dennis. Take her to Italy. She's my Venice queen. Likes all of my writing. My pen is clean. Scrolling, scrolling as a writer, not a reader. She wants you to take charge. Be a leader. At the fork in the road, take the path where you lead her. Paul Stork is a chode, psychopath, bottom feeder. An attack on Bitcoin like an intro at Tab. Not a good idea from layer to lab. Lie about lightning, no gift for the gab. It's a joke he calls himself truth coin. I knock it out of the park. Babe Ruth coined all the new slang with each one we ripped. Shout out to all of my homies who got double clipped. I like a short cue, not a long cue. I like short cue, that's why I long cue. Can't short me, you're short you. Ivermectin, I'll short flu. Never bored anymore, but I'm ready for the surf. The port is rich, so serve it with turf. My girl makes it glisten, she makes it sparkle. But here for you, listen, just fill me and Markle. Absolutely awesome, Walton. Some good, uh, some good jokes in there, I find. I like your, I like your wordplay. Guys, if you didn't understand, we've got fellow Bitcoiner and Leb joining us. Michael, Markle, Michael. Yeah, it's Thank not Meghan so Markle much. joining us. No, um, not Megan. Fortunately, fortunately for all of yeah. all of all <laughs> of mankind. Yeah. yeah, we we got the right Markle here. How's it going, Mike? No relation to her, Good. right? <laughs> I guess we'll never know. But um, no, uh, appreciate you guys having me, man. It's an honor. Appreciate it. Absolutely awesome. All right, we are gonna move it on over to the numbers. Yeah, the numbers, of course, brought to us by Time Chain Stats, Time Chain Calendar, and now sponsored by BTC Pins. The numbers are brought to you by BTC Pins. Check them out at btcpins.com. Awesome pins made by a Bitcoiner. And of course, he's got really cool accessories, cool stickers. This is my pin collection. Absolutely awesome. Check them out at btcpins.com. Use the code PLEBUNDERGROUND for 5% off those awesome pins. At the time of this recording, the block height is 815,146. The Bitcoin, or sorry, the Fiat Bitcoin Exchange, 34,479.16. Total public lightning capacity, 5,308. Moscow time, 2,900. It's very nice. It's very nice to see the Moscow time of that, uh, of that time. The fastest fee, 37 sats per V-byte. Days to the halvening, 172. And guys, the chain rewrite days are 715. We're back up again. All of a sudden, chain rewrite days is back up again. Anyways, those are the numbers, guys. It's been a pretty crazy week. Absolutely crazy week. Is it chain rewrite days back up? That might indicate you've got some miners switching off, um, which wouldn't surprise me. I mean, there's just, you know... People are getting wrecked on energy prices, right? Could be that. 
could be that. Um, was there was there a difficulty adjustment in that that happened recently? Because that, if I'm not mistaken, that also uh, impacts the uh, the chain rewrite days. I think it's more when you get a difficulty adjustment significant it's like a like a big increase in difficulty adjustment you actually might then get the most expensive miners turning off because their 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 expected returns aren't sufficient um at that cut or something like that whereas does that make sense it's funny as you as you brought as you were just mentioning that i just thought of the uh, the bitcoin bugle i don't know if anybody uh follows that account uh but that's an awesome account it's satire news. I'm just pointing that out to some people. It's like they the get, onion, go there and, but for Bitcoin. Yeah, and, and before people get triggered, but it was funny. They put out an article about a guy in Canada who got arrested for um, heating his home with, with, with a miner and causing climate change. And it's just... I mean, are, we're not really far from that anyways, right? Like, how much, how satire is that? I don't think it's that satire. Michael, what are your thoughts on that? That's wild, to say the least. But Canada, I wouldn't... Hey, I, I love Canadians, but it doesn't surprise me that it's coming from Canada. It's believable. It's really like when I read it the first time, I was like, okay, that's believable. And then I saw it was the Bitcoin bugle and I'm like, oh, okay. Like that was, that was a good one. They almost got me on that one. It was like someone did a deep fake of Greta like a couple of weeks ago, didn't they? And they had, had us, had us saying, I can't remember what they had us saying, but there were about, I don't know, five, 10 Bitcoin influencer type characters that were tweet tweeting it um like you know from their platform as if this is actually what was what was being said and that that was cracking me up it's like come on guys like you, you gotta you know don't like don't trust verify like really applies to 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 video i think and i think even more so like there's gonna be more and more kind of ai type vi you know video and, and audio where you know deep fakes whatever you want to call it like yeah um it, it, it's an interesting one but it, it, it amused me how there were yeah a, f a few and this one was kind of obvious because actually in the corner there was a little thing that said satire um but um yeah apparently some some influence i can't read so you know yeah it happens and you know what speaking of psyops let, let's take a look that that's kind of what our numbers have to do with today Okay, so this is actually, I wanted to show this last week, and here we go. It's from the Bill Esquire account, for the for the people who don't know what Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure is. Anyways, here's some math that actually makes sense. 1% control the world, 4% are the puppets, 90% are asleep, 5% know and try to wake the 90%, the 1% use the 4% to prevent the 5% from waking up the 90%. So... <laughs> Do you guys think that that's necessarily true? Can, I, can you just go back? Because I want to look at yeah. the, the, the numbers. The numbers right. again? Yeah. What do you think, Walton? 1% control the world. 4% are their puppets. 90% are asleep. 5% know and try to wake the 90%. The 1% use the 4% to prevent the 5% from waking up the 90%. I mean... Uh, the uh, the numbers are pretty a bit skewed, but but I uh, the concept is is a is a is a good idea, right? That there is right? there are there are a minority of people controlling the world because they control the assets. There are um a bunch of people. I think many many more. I mean, of their puppets. I how do you define puppets? Like 
did puppets go along with things or like are they like to, i don't like the word puppets to me they like there are four like four percent minions maybe like the people who go along with 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 things knowingly mm. right and then there's a bunch of people that are that are asleep that i think are more like puppets right that, that they get like conjured to do things by the these one percent and four percent so i don't like the, the terminology um but the, the yeah there is there is a concept yeah the, the concept is 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 mostly true here right there, there is um yeah i yeah, agree proper propaganda used to control uh the masses um and there is some bought and paid for uh group that that also propagate the bullshit i'm also going to suggest the obvious or at least i think it's obvious that bitcoiners are part of this five percent over here the five percent know and try to wake the 90 I, I truly believe sometimes that the are there. sometimes so, I think that's yeah. true sometimes I think yeah. like if they're all if they're all I if guess it's not always true Bitcoiners are just buying really small I don't know really small amounts um and leaving it all on a KYC exchange it doesn't you know yeah that doesn't doesn't really do anything right <laughs> which percent are they in then they might be in the four percent or they might be in the ninety percent all right, if you own an exchange, are which they, percent are they in the you 1%? In? If you own an exchange, yeah. Michael, what do you well, Which uh, group you is thought? David Bailey in? No, we're going to get into David. We're going to get into discussing some David Bailey stuff after, but uh, Look, Michael, what are your what are your thoughts on these numbers? In regards to the post, man, I think it's pretty accurate. Um obviously, they're, you know, who knows the sample size from these statistics, but when I go in airport I see it firsthand. I had, a, I had a situation where the airport was crowded because everybody was waiting for the elevator and there was a cone in front of the escalator. I simply moved the cone of the escalator, went down, everybody followed. It was pretty, um, yeah, I can't agree more that a lot of the population just sleep. And especially when you move to a small island, you learn that more too. So um, we can just try to awaken them, I guess. Make Bitcoin sexy again. I think I think it's interesting that you brought up uh, the airport. Walton, you're muted. I think you wanted to say something. No, I was just agreeing. Yeah, make Bitcoin sexy again. Let's go. So I think you brought up an interesting point about the airport um, because the airport is an incredibly so. I always say this, being a Gen Xer, right? I traveled before 9/11. You know, like I traveled before all a lot of these laws were created. I still remember people being able to smoke on airplanes and shit like that. But my point is is that uh, essentially it going through an airport is such an incredibly dehumanizing process. It, it's like people don't even realize it. And, and I know that somebody will sit there and be like, oh, well, you know, like that's first world problems. But like what you don't realize is, is that you are stripped of all of your rights the second you step foot onto that property. Like your rights are now completely different <laughs> all of a sudden. Everything changed now that you're there. And I, I just find it to be an incredibly dehumanizing process. Um, kind of like, and, and again. I'm yeah, not, like the whole shoes thing. Fuck the shoes, people. It's like, more than, fuck it's you. More than fuck just you the shoes. who tells people that, that's to take shoes gross. off in an airport. Like, what's wrong with you? That's just gross. Dehumanizing motherfuckers. No, no, that, that's just gross. That, that just spreads all kinds of like weird foot problems and stuff. Like, that's just disgusting. For me, it's more about, so look, having gone through the Security Canadian theater, airport, right, Phil? Security yes. theater. And and dude, it, it's like it's the weirdest thing. You, you're just dealing with like these essentially like security guards that have this incredible power, <laughs> you know, to move you along. Uh, A lot can so be learned, weird. to say the least. Yeah. 
Yeah, we definitely need to. We need we take the airports back. That's for sure. Anyways, anyways, that's the numbers, guys. That wraps up Blimps. the numbers. What would you say? Blimps. Blimps. I don't know if I want to travel on those either. Yeah, no. Bitcoiners need like a fleet of blimps, and we can we can do it. <laughs> Why blimps? Why can't we have private jets? Everyone else gets private I mean, jets. Like Phil, I'll come on your jet. Sounds good. Let's go. Uh, it, I'm not saying I have one. I'm just saying somebody else might have one. And we it's a great question, Walton. Like, what is the cost of a blimp? I don't know. I think it's more that blimps, actually, you can do vertical takeoff without uh, much infrastructure. And so actually, that's why it's quite quite useful, um, because then you can just go from place to place. You just need a bit of space uh, to, to take off land. You don't but you don't need, you know, a runway um, and you don't. You know, you don't need a um, what's the word? You don't need like a helipad, a helipad like you do for you know for a helicopter. You don't need a nice flat space. Um, you can do it on I think a smaller space. So, yeah, it's like a like a hot air balloon or something. Or, right. I mean, I can't disagree with that. That's that's pretty solid. I know there's some good logic there. <laughs> yeah, there is good logic there. Actually, you know, it's pretty. I'm like, I don't want to go on It's like what? noisy and like, is it even that safe? And like, don't they blow up? They they're not full of hydrogen anymore, Phil. But yeah, no, they're maybe, gonna... maybe the safer options. Maybe the safer options, more comfortable ones. Let's potentially. get one. Let's get one to say pleb underground for the next conference, and we'll fly it over. Oh, I like pretty... that. Guys, let us know what you think in the comments. Blimps are are, are blimps the official you know Bitcoiner type of. I mean. I'd Travel. watch a show called Blimp My Ride. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> take the guy's car and you replace it with a blimp. That's not bad. Not bad. Yeah, or, or, or pimp my blimp. I don't know. However you want to do it. I love it. I love it. Guys, let us know what you think. That wraps up the numbers. We're going to move it on over to the Fireside Chat. The Fireside Chat is Brought to you by CypherSafe. Check them out at CypherSafe.io. Your Bitcoin seed is probably one of the most important things, if not the most important thing. You need to store it in something virtually indestructible. Check out the Cypher Grid. Store your seed in the Cypher Grid. It also comes with this awesome little punch tool. You can get them at CypherSafe.io. If you appreciate Fine, high-quality Bitcoin art. Check out the Bitcoin Rouleau Triangle made of 16 ounces of solid titanium by Bitcoiners for Bitcoiners. A beautiful item made by CypherSafe.io. Welcome back to the Fireside Chat. As you guys know, joining us today, fellow Bitcoiner and pleb, Michael Markle is in the hot seat. So look, uh, Michael, before you came on the show, Walton, Walton, let me know that you have a, a very interesting story, very interesting orange pill story. And I wanted to start off. Let's let's dive into that right away. I have many interesting stories, so I might need more uh, more. Content. No, that, that's why we're leaving it open. So, so why we're leaving me, it open. basically, I met Michael at TabConf. Um, the story. And, and, and he exuded Bitcoin pleb energy. But he was orange pilled by corporate Bitcoin, uh, and 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 it's I'm just intrigued by the story. Michael, tell us more. All right, I'll give you a full uh, version of myself. So, like, I grew up in Ohio, um, went to school for engineering. I grew up in the Rust Belt. So this is right in the time where jobs are getting shipped to China, opium getting shipped in. 
um, it's a pretty wild time to say the least. Um, I had a little bit of success in real estate and doing the traditional, you know, working hard as an engineer and, and in manufacturing, things like that. And then um, COVID happened and basically all roads led to Bitcoin. It's pretty obvious um, to me, at least, maybe not to everybody, but that's why we're here. And uh, that led to me moving to Puerto Rico. And uh, Puerto Rico is a very attractive option for Bitcoiners from the U.S. for a wide array of reasons. And I did um, have the honor and pleasure to meet um, a lot of the Bitcoin magazine team. Wait, just to here. clarify, and were you a Bitcoiner before or after you moved to Puerto Rico? Because my understanding was after, but it was before? It was like right before, because like, like I was telling uh, Phil earlier, it was, you know, basically I bought a thousand to play with. And then it was a light bulb, like just from the time of sending the transaction, just playing, like it was so obvious that okay, I need to figure out how can I get the majority of my net worth from this. And uh, and that was in a time where like, I mean, that was right before the bull run. So you have to go through like the ego process of like thinking you're the smartest person to like, you know, um, the price crashing to be like, okay, maybe I don't know as much as I do to like, okay, well, let's start a meetup um, and like do my part and like figure this stuff out like everybody else. So um but yeah, I, I, anyways, what the, what led to Puerto Rico was just a simple change. And um, Puerto Rico is also like a cesspool for shit coinery. Um, so I thought it would be important to start a bit dev down here with my fellow colleague, Anna Rosenberg at Lightning Lab. Um, absolutely honored to be doing that with her. If she wasn't a part of it, um, I mean, she she's just so, she's a knowledge of information. It's insane. Wait, um, wait. So we're just out here orange towing. Sorry, you have a friend that works at, or a colleague that works at Lightning Labs? Yes, sir. Okay, so I need, I need to ask this because tinfoil hat, is, is it true, the World Economic Forum, the uh, the, the rumors, right, that, that that the World Economic Forum has infiltrated Lightning Labs because of, uh, you know, the, know. Uh, because they, they won that arbitrary award <laughs> like three years ago or something like that, that the World Economic Forum gave them that they supposedly didn't know anything about? I have no idea to be honest. <laughs> All I know is they, they, I, I have to say this, like the people that I have met at Lightning Labs, they are so like, at least from a technical perspective, which is what I try to treat Bitcoin as right now is like, they're, they seem to be on top of it. So. Yeah, we definitely appreciate what they've done so far. I know that, like, essentially on top of LMD that shit coinery, like, come on guys, upgrade to Bolt 12. Well, yeah, definitely upgrade to Bolt 12, but also at the same time, we do have to give them at least a golf clap for the work that they've done on LND. Um, not all of it necessarily, right? We don't give golf claps for Taro. Uh, I mean, in fairness, LND does enable like something really cool with Zeus Pay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like you can do the, the asynchronous uh, lightning payments, which is kind of cool, right? So like you, it's it's like you you can have a lightning address with Zeus, uh, and if someone zaps you. Uh, the 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 balance just sits with Zeus until you go online and claim it essentially, um, but that that's only on LND. But yeah, they they do mess around with some other bullshit. That's so for Michael, sure. can we talk about shit coins for a second? Oh yeah, absolutely. Tell okay, us what, perfect. You, what do you because, want to tell us, man? Because <laughs> that, get dirty. Thank God that you thank God that you bought the the URL fuckshitcoins.com. I'm with it. 
It's all Walter. Puerto Rico is an absolute cesspool of shit coinery, dude, because it's, it's a place where somebody can move to, launch a shit coin, dump it on the market, and pay no tax implications. And they'll do it to anybody, to locals here, and it's disgusting. And these people and so, need to so be held accountable. And so, how when you go in this cesspool, like when when did you when did you meet uh, Mr. Bailey? How did I meet David originally? I met um, Brandon, and he's like one of my really good friends here, and he works for David. And then I went to David, and I don't I don't know the whole history of what you guys what's gone on from like between you two, but he's I think he's an absolute asset to Bitcoin, in my opinion. Wait, the, who, uh, David Bailey? Absolutely. Okay, course. sorry. Big controversial <laughs> opinion there for a second. Let's do it. Well, we can we can we can get controversial. No, let him explain the story. Let him explain the story. Let's... And then we'll. Well, then I'm we'll just shoot saying, like I. So I, I met like I was starting to get like I had been in Puerto Rico for about eight months, and this is when the bull run is like exploding. So like I'm watching hooligans getting rich, right? Because I'm like. You know, I'm this is shitcoin successful. It's only a matter of time you're gonna run into shitcoiners. And I'm like, am I is my thinking wrong on like all roads lead to Bitcoin? Um, but luckily I did find some Bitcoiners. There's an incredible array of them here. They like to be more hidden, low-key and in the mountains type of stuff. There's some real OGs here, and I'm I'm absolutely blessed that they come to my my BitDev meetup. Um, shout out BitDev. But uh, David Bailey, I just I, I think I just met him socially somewhere and we just hit it off. He's a he's from Tennessee. I'm from Ohio. Like, you know what I mean? So we just we vibed over that. And um, at least since I've started following him, which has been maybe, I don't know, like two years now. Like, I think he's an absolute asset to Bitcoin. I mean, literally today they're getting sued by the Fed and they're not folding. They're they're having they, a good old received, time. There is a know? cease and desist. Um, just to be clear, they didn't get sued there. Right, a cease yeah. and desist is basically saying, is a letter saying, uh, stop doing this or we're going to sue you, right? Um, yeah, we're going to get into yeah, that in the uh, later segments. Well, yeah, we'll loop back. We'll loop back. And have you, got, have you guys been to the Bitcoin conference? Yeah, I, I was a speaker at uh, 2022 when I was with uh, Simply Bitcoin. And then last year, Walton uh, got us tickets like vip or whatever yeah, they someone were gifted Ooh. me whale tickets and so yeah. me and phil went and heckled the wizards <laughs> but hold on Ooh. i want to i want to explain so i want to explain something right because you said you didn't know the history and i just want to so really really all it was okay was one episode where we essentially trashed the um the the prices okay that was one of the things the, the prices of the conference right because as it gets closer to the conference they're charging something like nine thousand dollars a ticket like i don't give a shit how rich bitcoiners are or whatever it is like it doesn't matter how much money you have okay like that doesn't that, that doesn't all of a sudden become an excuse for price gouging and of course somebody's going to say well if the market's willing to pay it then that's for the whale not? ticket in Pennisville. like the, the i, I get still, that it thousand dollars is still, still not, crazy or whatever it is like it's it's still insane for what that is man for nine nine thousand dollars like for that I, I don't care if it's the day before the conference like it, it it doesn't make a difference so he got super pissed about that and we were in a spaces one night and um and so he saw me in as a listener and called me up and decided to start giving me shit about what me and Walton had <laughs> said. Uh, but then at the end, after he gave us shit, he was like, I'm drunk, so 
don't take any of this seriously. <laughs> I was like, no, no, it's okay. It's fair enough. Look, I, I just thanked him because I really appreciated it. It was a massive space. And the uh, reason I don't like him is because so, shout out. The reason know? I don't shout like him is because he doesn't espouse like Bitcoin values. He doesn't really believe in personal responsibility. He doesn't believe in uh, self custody. Like he's not a supporter of Bitcoin projects enough because he puts his money with shitcoiners. Um, and when he when these shitcoin companies blow up and they lose his bitcoin um and the funds collapse and and the sponsors collapse for next the, the next conference he sacks 20 percent of his staff to me that's why i don't like the guy because because he could have he could have planned it better not focused sponsorship on shitcoin companies work to build the bitcoin ecosystem better and then maybe there are actually stronger Bitcoin companies that can sponsor his conference. Like he's he's too high time preference with mm. with with his money, and he's he's got plenty of Bitcoin. He doesn't, he doesn't need to be like the guy lost a hundred Bitcoin with three AC, but later he he flexed to me that actually he gave him a thousand and clawed back nine hundred. To me, that's not a flex. To me, that's just him showing his stupidity. But he doesn't like to, he. Different. I don't know. There are there are some early Bitcoiners that have too much Bitcoin and not enough sense. And to me, he's he's one of them. Like like he's he, he's more successful than Brad Mills. I'll give him that. But like sad Mills. All right. So Michael, let's uh, we'll we'll go back to uh, we'll we'll circle back now to uh, to Michael. So tell us about tell us about the uh, the Bit Devs meetup. Why did you start it? How is it going? Like what kind of conversations are you guys having over there? Yeah, definitely. Um, so what started the San Juan BitDevs was um, basically we thought it would be important to have a Bitcoin-only focused meetup here. There was a, There is a crypto meetup that had a lot of success during the bull run, and <laughs> they know how to party. I'll give them that. But it's like we, you said it best, Walton. When you're, when you're selling nothing, you have to be charismatic, right? Um, so... And it, it was gaining a lot of attention down here um, for right or wrong reason. And uh, regardless, when I moved here, I didn't even care about any of the crypto scene. I just fell in love with this island. And when, you know, the year that Bitcoin's having, this isn't the year that you say, you know, what can Bitcoin do for me? It's what can you do for Bitcoin? And um, having a monthly high quality technical focused meetup, um, I just knew at minimum it was going to only elevate my understanding of Bitcoin. And um, here we are, like we started it this year, we're going to be closing the year. And there were some meetups where we only had maybe five people show up, but they were all local. And to me, that's like so satisfying um, that, you know, I'm drawing local attention. I don't even care to like draw crypto attention necessarily. And um, we're just hammering on and, and yeah, there's just been so much happening on Bitcoin. You gotta, you gotta get involved in your local meetup. Yeah, I, I think you know what um, you bring up an interesting point uh, that you know a lot of people maybe don't realize. Right? Why would somebody start up a meetup? It's kind of the same reason why somebody would even start a podcast. Right? It's the same type of thing. It's I wanted to, I wanted to stay engaged and I wanted to learn. Right? And at the same time, I was like, you know what? Why not create some content from learning? You know, and it's to me, it seems very, very similar, right? It's like it helps keep you engaged. It helps it, at the same time. It also helps you get to know 
other Bitcoiners and resources, right? Like you can be a resource for those people. They can be a resource for you. Um, as much as I, I hate to outline the term community, right? So that's why we're going to put it in brackets because it's a very loose term in Bitcoin. It's much more of a network. The reality is, is that like you said, locally, it does end up building a community. And that's really, that's really why I think a lot of Bitcoiners end up doing these, these meetups, right? It's, they want to stay engaged as well. Right. And it's a, it, I think it's a really good way of, you know, of staying engaged. So yeah, to, man. to me, it's a different, it has a different factor. Like I, I started yeah, yeah. going to not a Bitcoin meetup, not in my city, like in, in, in you know, in a nearby city, right? Like I'm not, I'm not in London, but I've been going to the London meetup one of um every couple of weeks because i think it, i think it's good for us to build uh bitcoin and networks right you're going to need um to build kind of over time parallel economies right that there there will be i think yeah end of the decade uh you'll be able to buy beef unless it's with bitcoin that's a base take. You got to do a little searching, but they're in your there. I, I argue that they're in everybody's local economy. And if you don't know your neighbor, that's a Bitcoiner that I think you should take the initiative to find out. You want to be around Bitcoiners, man. Yep. Very. Absolutely. So if, uh, if it's because it's like a pre, if they're a Bitcoiner, usually it's a prerequisite for them understanding some clown world bullshit. Like just, a, there's a few, there's a few things, right? And so it's like, if they're a Bitcoiner, you think probably they're going to understand a few things. You're going to have a few things in common. You can actually build something based on that. It's 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 a um, it's not just that because it's not because they save in Bitcoin. It's because so much of the um, I think tear, not a lot of tearing down of clown world or or spreading the message of the tearing down of clown world happens from bitcoiners right the the there's a lot of truth seekers in bitcoin yeah absolutely hey so um so michael if people want to uh, if people want to find out when these meetups are do you guys do you have a website and everything and just for the the viewers of the show we're going to be putting all this information in the show notes for you so if you are in where are you costa rica Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Puerto sorry. Rico. So if you are in Puerto sure. Rico and you want to go to a Bitcoin meetup, you have all that information. Yeah, so you can you can find us on SanJuanBitDevs.org. And then from there, that you can navigate from our Twitter to our Telegram chat. We got the best merch in the game. Maybe I can see if I can get one of those Taco Pledge shirts, maybe for some of our stuff. I, I know that's a hot item. Um, hear that, David? Maybe I got to earn my stripes. <laughs> that, that's our that, but, that's, um, that's our clothing sponsor so i'm just kind of hinting to him that yes yeah, somebody else wants merch <laughs> wants yeah, this, this was for a, lim a limited edition event though like you can't you can't even buy these these are these are yeah we'll put you in well i'll be david for the if you underground drop. yeah david come on man let's go right, we'll, we'll, we'll get michael in contact with uh, with david from represent he's gonna hook him up that wraps up the fireside chat and we are moving on over to Wrecked. Welcome back to Wrecked. This week sponsored by Represent. Represent are a Bitcoin-owned clothing brand based in the United States of America. If you head over to representltd.com, you can buy um, all of their apparel and accessories. And if you use the code PLEBUNDERGROUND, you'll get a discount on all of them. Once again, that's representltd.com. Welcome back to Wrecked. Um, this week, 
Um, potentially, is it Bill Gates getting wrecked? Is Bill Gates going to be the first, um, the first from the black book, right? The was he in that black book? Was he a client of Jeffrey Epstein? Probably, right? Like he he visited Epstein, Epstein's island. How many times was it like 26? I, I don't know what the number was, but like far more than is, is you know, coincidental. That's for sure. Right. Um, uh, and now um, it seems like he's actually going to be prosecuted on on the I don't even want to read it like child rape charges. Horrible, horrible thing. Like, yeah, maybe maybe some some justice is going to happen for. Um, yeah, there's going to be many, I'm sure, many victims of these, you know, power power thirsty demon demonic billionaires right like are we gonna see some justice i don't know that's a tough call that's a very tough call if we're actually gonna see quote unquote justice i think we may see certain forms of what appear to be justice um you know the other the other thing is is this right like is is this all just more noise to cover some other thing that's right? What's this the scapegoat right? for? What's this yeah. the 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 cover? Yeah, exactly. The distraction they're not doing this from, for nothing. Like, why is he no longer useful? Like who 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 else still is useful? That's what we really get. Like yeah, yeah. Michael, what are your thoughts on this? You know, Bill Gates is. I'm 31, so Bill Gates is a little before my time. But when it comes to just elites getting prosecuted i'm really tuned into the sam bankman freed stuff right now they literally just finished uh trial he was found guilty but i'm honestly curious the 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 headlines say 100 years um he has pictures with the right people um and i'm just i'm pretty dialed in on that so that'll be my baseline to see who's not wrecked must be the 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 sketch artist whoever did spf that guy's bank account that guy must oh. really not be wrecked like how favorable was that sketch insane it's a good point that's a very good point and you know what to, to michael's point oh go ahead michael i said maybe the dude's just trying to make bitcoin sexy again but goddamn like he's just like the dude looks great in these he looks like a real g and he's not he's a coward he sure is. Yeah, and I think he did a lot of that damage to to the image of Bitcoin, right? Like, like a lot of a lot of normal people get get wrecked, um, and they don't understand the difference. Um, yeah, and so we got we got to be careful a little bit. But uh... so I I just wanna I just wanna touch on a couple of points here for the SBF stuff because we did put out a clip about this uh, today, um, and right, he has been found guilty on all seven charges, and like you said, 110 years. The question is, how much of that will he really serve? And I was getting into a discussion about this with a fellow Bitcoin pleb, and I I am of the belief that um, he's going to do minimal jail time. Uh, I, I'm just... I just don't think he's going to, and somebody, the, the person I was uh, discussing with was saying, well, you know, he, he embarrassed some really powerful people. Okay, that is a fair point. He did embarrass some powerful people. But, okay, and the other example was also, well, look at what they did to Bernie Madoff, right? So Bernie Madoff, though, it was a little bit different, right? That was a 35-year Ponzi scheme where people were already retired and all of a sudden had to pay back millions of dollars, like powerful people that were already retired. I, SBF, don't get me wrong, in no way am I downplaying how shitty that was, 
but it wasn't that. It wasn't that. And wasn't it like a hundred politicians, like the like 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 the whole bunch of I don't know house reps and this sort of thing that like got stolen money from SPF though. So that's kind of the thing, right? Um, he gave them money. He donated to them, right? Like they and and in actually in Elizabeth Warren's case, she actually had to cut ties, right, with them when when all of the bad news started to happen. So. But the vast majority of them said they weren't going to give the money back, even knowing yeah. that it's stolen money. Yeah, that's right. So, I mean, like, that that's why, like, do you really think, like, don't get me wrong, but, like, I don't think his sentence is going to be as bad as everyone thinks. Uh, actually, somebody commented on, on the clip today and was saying, hey, look, you know, maybe he'll see three to five years. And I would tend to agree with that's that. That's pretty good for a few billion and pay, like, if, if you pay off enough, it just proves the point, Come right? On. If you pay off enough politicians, then whatever. Well, yeah. Hold on, like what? Like, let's talk about the yearly, like what he might get sentenced to, because it's like, okay, well, the question then is like, are you going to let him have internet? Because it's like you can give him a hundred years, but if he's got a great internet connection and can just tap in, is that even really prison? It's almost like Pablo when he built his own prison to serve. That's right. I, there's a lot of questions here that I'm, the, you know, I'm curious to see what happens. Somebody else commented that you know he's going to get kind of the uh, the Epstein treatment, not the. Uh, you know, non-killing himself situation, but just the freedom of movement and the the lax... The freedom to just hang out wherever he wants. Is yeah, that what yeah and be, but be in prison, you know? So, <laughs> I don't know. I don't. You know what? The audience. Guys, let us know. What do you think? Put it in the comments, right? Like, what do, what do you guys think is going to happen? Does he get three to five years? Some people are saying 10 to 20 years. 20 years would be like, wow, the, the system actually works. I, I think if he gets 20 years... That that would indicate to me um, that okay maybe the system actually does dole out some justice sometimes. I don't know. We will see. We will see. Um, I have what a second story for Rex. Um, the second story um, is about Bitcoin Magazine, right? Um, just today, this is Friday. I'm talking. We record on Fridays. It comes out Monday. Um, yeah, they get a FYI. cease and desist from the Federal Reserve. Um, which is kind of kind of wild, right? And it's like, is this proven? Yeah, it is proven because uh, actually there was a, a response uh, from Mr. Zachary Shapiro Esquire, um, some wanker on Twitter Spaces. Um, apparently is actually the legal counsel of Bitcoin magazine. Who knew? All right. Um, yeah. Fed now. Apparently they've been using the, the, uh, Fed now merchandise. Uh, and so, uh, David Bailey, you're going to have to dial back that scam because, uh, the Fed say not now, not now, Fed now your comments, gentlemen, Michael, go, go first. Look, like at the end of the day, I I haven't been that plugged in today. I had some things to do, but I did get several texts. And all I can say is like the fact that a t-shirt <laughs> got the attention of the Fed's pretty cool. And again, shout out to Bitcoin Magazine for like not folding, you know, with the pressure of the Fed. So, um, yeah, and we'll see what happens here. I'm I'm excited. I'm sure there'll be great Twitter spaces out of it, to say the least. So, um, 
Yeah, I don't know if I, that's all I really know about it. Wasn't it over a t-shirt design that said FedNow and they thought they were misleading um, people that could possibly be customers of this FedNow system? It, yeah, it, that, that, that's exactly it. And Yeah, I regulation mean, it, is about protecting consumers. Right? right. Yeah, and I mean, look, if you had any doubt that the Fed Reserve is a private corporation, that, that this should remove all doubt. I, I mean, to me, like this was this was such an embarrassing thing for them to do. I don't think they realize the self-own that this was. And it, it just goes to show how completely detached they are from reality. Yeah, what's those t-shirts sell out now? What's those t-shirts yeah, sell no, out? they are. Of course, actually, the Streisand effect. Somebody, somebody actually mentioned that on Twitter and was like, I'm going to go order a t-shirt right now. <laughs> like, just because of that. And I was like, you know what? I've never ordered anything from Bitcoin Magazine. I might go get a t-shirt now just for that as well. But it's that's exactly the point, right? So look. Then I start um, going, was there even a cease and desist? Or did David Bailey make it up just to sell t-shirts? Marketing genius, no, maybe. It, no, no. Yeah. no, they really did Look, get one. All, because I, all I know is, as an American citizen, I can rest assured that, you know, the Federal Reserve is so hard at work making sure that we're getting operation of the U.S. economy and serving the public general interest. So thank God that we're suing David Bailey over a T-shirt. But what's for, That's all no, I, no one yeah. gets to vote for the what the work. Federal Reserve does, right? But like you, extra don't get to vote, right? If you're in Puerto Rico, right? Like so, so you you clapping on the the government that you can't even vote for is that right? How, how does it how does it work? Um, that is true. You do lose your right to vote, um, but you also don't pay any federal income tax or capital gains tax but you get to keep your U.S. citizenship. So you got to choose, right? Like, do I want to continue to participate or do I want to keep my Bitcoin stack? And, you know, I think the choice is obvious. I'm sorry. I was just like, that's really not a bad trade. <laughs> Wait, but and you have to live next, to Dave, <laughs> next door to David Bailey. Like, you got you to gotta, you include the small print here, Michael. But I mean that income tax, dude. It's fucking brutal. All I, all I say, the small print is just come to your local BitDev meetup. So come on down. But yeah, Act 60, it is a real thing. So if you're a Bitcoiner in the States, then you need to be thinking about the next bull run, you know. Unless you want right. to keep As your lifestyle. As more Western same. countries get wrecked, we're going to see more and more, um, yeah, Bitcoiner expats. I think, I think, it's, I think it's likely. But we'll see. What do you think the uh, Fed retaliation is going to be to Bitcoin Magazine's uh, response? Because Bitcoin Magazine effectively told the Fed to go pound sand and they will continue to use the logos. And the beautiful part about this, the beautiful part is that they actually cited a real world case uh, that was lost in, in, in the same way, right? They cited some Louis Vuitton versus uh, Dirty Dog Inc. or something like that. So they actually cited a real case. What what is the Fed going to do next? What can they do next besides send another letter? <laughs> they have they have long tentacles, right? Um, yeah, like, they're definitely they're definitely you, going through mean? the Rolodex. Like the, Bit, the Bitcoin conference can just suddenly no longer be able to happen on U.S. territory, and David struggles to book anywhere um, because because all of the big conference center venues get told if you interact with BTC Inc. Um, 
like BTC Inc could get put on like a terrorist list. Or like, do you know what I mean? Like, there's there's but there's a crazy amount of bullshit that can happen. What do you mean? Like, you underestimate how much bullshit the state can can throw at you? No, don't don't do that. That's silly. Like, I don't know. Maybe maybe there's some shell companies being used, but still, like, um, if if he wants to keep running the conference on U.S. soil, like at some point he's gonna back down. Like, uh, uh, the man, the man, the man wants his money. Like, Let's just hope they don't get Hillary involved and she starts making phone calls to the suicide hotline. That that's all. <laughs> I would I would argue BTC Inc is uh, is international, so you know this is bigger than the U.S. This There's is true. Plenty too. of conferences to go around. Plenty of countries. I mean, I think Hillary so, already visited David's haircut a visit, but you know we'll talk about that later. That's very nice, very nice. Uh, all right, guys. That wraps up Wrecked, and we are moving on over to the Hopium. The Hopium. The Hopium is brought to you by CryptoCloaks. Check them out at CryptoCloaks.com. Use the code PLEBUNDERGROUND for 5% off awesome 3D prints such as... The orange, well, any color really, astronaut dude. Or you can store your open dimes in the Bitcoin grenade. That's right. Get the bigger one. You can store a signing device. Check them out at CryptoCloaks.com and use the code PLEB Underground for 5% off. All right, guys, for the Hopium, we have got, I, I think that we've got a trio of videos that, are definitely going to inspire a whole lot of people. Anyways, let's dive into it. The first one here, it's a tweet from Cedric Youngleman. Uh, check him out. He does the Bitcoin Matrix podcast. Cedric's an awesome Bitcoiner. And uh, here's a little, uh, it's an excerpt actually from his podcast, and it's Jeff Booth. Jeff Booth, who wrote an awesome book. I think it's The, uh, the Price of Tomorrow, I believe it is. Anyways, that was a great read. And what is he saying here? Bitcoin is going to reprice the entire debt and prices will continue to fall against BTC forever. Let's check this out. It's completely illogical, but it is the system we live in today. So that a lot of people say, okay, as we move over to Bitcoin, and if you only understood the base layer of Bitcoin, you didn't understand the payment layer and everything else, you might think, okay, all of the rich people in Bitcoin are going to now own the world and it's going to be look exactly the same as it did under this system with new rulers but that's because you haven't done the work and understanding how bitcoin is going to reprice the entire debt is going to take it's going to remove the entire stack most of that stack and whether it does it through inflation or deflation doesn't matter the new model on top of bitcoin because the velocity is in the technology itself you can do unlimited trade all over the world in the technology instead of having a debt instrument to try to increase to try to push out velocity then what that means is prices continue very you know what i think a lot of people are trying to have that conversation about what a world looks like repriced in bitcoin i think this is a very good point but wait we're not done with the hopi and we got two more videos of hopium check this one out guys it's a tweet from at joel lightbound happy 15th anniversary that's right for the people who don't know it was obviously if you didn't if you didn't notice somehow it was halloween this week and on 1031 the bitcoin white paper was officially dropped in the cypherpunks forum so happy 15th anniversary to satoshi nakamoto the bitcoin white paper is one of the 
most seminal works of computer science in the last 30 years. And for the people who don't know who Joel Lightbound is, he is the federal deputy of Louis Hébert, progressist non-tribal. All right, so that sounds like it's Quebec for some reason. Anyways, uh, let's dive in here and see what he had to say. Madam Speaker, today marks the 15th anniversary of Satoshi Nakamoto's white paper that gave birth to the Bitcoin network, a fully decentralized peer-to-peer -peer and permissionless way to exchange value. In the words of Twitter founder Jack Dorsey, the Bitcoin white paper is one of the most seminal works of computer science in the last 30 years. It's poetry. In the words of SEC Chairman Gary Gensler, Satoshi's innovation potential to spur change is worth pursuing to lower economic rents and to promote economic inclusion. I couldn't agree more. In fact, over the last decade, we've seen Bitcoin empower the underbanked as well as those living in oppressive regimes. Women, for instance, who use Bitcoin all over the world to evade unjust restrictions on their financial freedoms. It's also helped thousands of families avoid the tragedy of currency debasement. Now, in full disclosure, Madam Speaker, while I do own Bitcoin, I'm not advocating for anyone to buy it, but for everyone to study it. Progressives in particular, because after all, Bitcoin was born in the midst of the great financial crisis as an alternative to big banks' greed and the system that never failed to bail them out. It stands for a truly progressive ideal. So today, Madam Speaker, let me thank Satoshi Nakamoto, whoever that may be, and wish a happy 15th anniversary to Bitcoin's white paper. Thank you. Madam. So we're going we're gonna to talk about that in a second because it's very interesting what Gary Gensler's comments were. Um, there, there was a lot of talk in uh, the previous cycles in Bitcoin about, uh, which I don't hear too much mentioned now, called the fifth pillar. And that's essentially these people in government, very high up government uh, positions that are indeed Bitcoiners, do believe in the Bitcoin ethos, understand that the money is broken, but they can't actually, they, they can't show their support necessarily directly. Anyways, okay, let's dive into the last video. Last video is a little bit controversial. Shout no, out it's to a bit BT like that Hitler film. What's that? There's a good Valkyrie, right, or something where uh, like they had to like mount a like response, but they couldn't. You, you couldn't. You can't do an assassination until you're close enough. You got to like. Uh, otherwise, otherwise, it's a wasted effort, and then you're gonna. Uh, there's gonna be loads of people that get basically never get to try again because um, they get killed or whatever. Sa same kind of concept, right? You have to time time your strike. Very well said. Very well said. And. Uh, in the next video, uh, this is a Michael Saylor interview that was done this week. It's a little bit controversial in the Bitcoin community. I think we're going to, you know, we're going to discuss this uh, because I, I think that this is a, a reasonable take from BTC Delica. Let's dive into it. Red flags from Saylor on this utter failure to dismiss this lousy lob of blatant FUD. Number one, doesn't use USD statistics and terror financing at all. Bad actors. Number two, adult supervision. Number three, invitation to Wall Street. Number four, wish to transmigrate legacy banks into Bitcoin custodians. Number five, no USD. So let's see what BTC Delica was talking about. And here's the interview uh, with, uh, with Michael Saylor this week. As a, as a method for terrorist financing or just for fraud. I think that the liabilities are the early crypto cowboys, the crypto tokens, the unregistered securities, the unreliable crypto custodians. For the industry to move to the next level, we need to migrate uh, to adult supervision. We're going to need big banks to become the crypto custodians. We're going to need Wall Street to take a role. And we need to rationalize away from the hundred thousand crypto tokens, you know, yo-yo coins that people are manipulating to Bitcoin. B Bitcoin is a, 
is an asset without an issuer. It is the one universally recognized protocol that's a. I, I, I get what he's. I get what Delic is saying. And I think probably Sailor is a spook. I think basically any any CEO of a multi-billion dollar company that's heavily intertwined with the state is a spook or an asset, right? Like they're, they're, the, the wars are fought, we've talked about this ad infinitum, wars are fought economically. Um, and so these, these, yeah, corporate behemoths are like, big tanks right they 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 they're they're tools used in these wars um so whether sailor is a spook or not it's kind of irrelevant um but the the points that sailor's making i think there's some nuance to what he's saying i think he's yeah. saying like instead of having i don't know ftx be the exchange if it's goldman sachs who are under u.s law um is that better for U.S. consumers? I think probably that is true, actually. If I'm going to be controversial, I think that probably is true. But I don't think there should be any custodians at all. I think there should be any custodians for Bitcoin. There's a nuanced point here, right? I think, and I, I think, I think, kind of both can be true. Like if um, I, I do not support any custodians of Bitcoin, but I also think it would be better if uh, I don't know Goldman Sachs had had people's Bitcoin instead of FTX. And that's and that's controversial. You you try to try and take me out of context on it, but I, I don't support any custodians. So, um, yeah, fuck like, fuck all of Tradify, especially Goldman Sachs. Um, agreed, agreed. Yeah, but uh, yeah, there's still the still the points can still be true though, and we can still hate on Tradify. Of course, these things course. are not mutually exclusive. No, absolutely, Michael. What are your thoughts on this? Before I give uh, I give my thoughts and we wrap up the segment. Hey, whatever it takes to get people into Bitcoin, um, obviously, like custodians is an easier option. And as long as there's not any type of regulation that allows any normal plebs to like self-custody their own Bitcoin, then, I mean, could you be mad at somebody that sure it's custodial Bitcoin, but they onboard, you know, <laughs> a million people? I, it's, it's a tough question because you got to think about the boomers or the 90 percent that, you know, like the statistic you showed earlier in the show, um, you know, if you're just going to rely on them to self custody, you might, you're probably going to be waiting forever, right? Because I don't think they're going to. So I don't know. It's a tough question. And the so, price is going to never go, like, price will never moon if self custody, like, doesn't continue to expand. Yeah. I think, I think that there's, there, there's a couple of points, right? Um, I, I can definitely see where BTC Delica is coming from. Uh, the other side of it, if you really listen to what Michael Saylor was saying, he's pretty much explaining that shitcoins are not going away, right? Like he's explaining that shitcoins are not going away. The reality is, is that, and this is funny because we, we've we been saying this, or at least I've been saying this on the show for I don't know how long, but it's been evident with the FTX collapse. Like that became to me the proof between the FTX collapse SVG and Signature Bank. That when was I the saw point of it. What? Sam no. was a spook. Sam was a yeah. spook. No, so to, the, the whole... to, to place Here, this, right? Yeah. Mm. Let, let me just finish this. So the, the whole point was, was that they saw the legacy system understood how much potential there is in this space, right? So they then simply pulled the plug. That's all it was because they are now ready to enter the space. And if you think about it, to Walton's point, right? a massive collapse and in comes 
the legacy system that's been keeping everyone safe, keeping everything going, right? And now they're going to do it right. It's it's just, it's it's very typical. And the next bubble that is coming, or the next two bubbles, they are going to be absolutely massive. They are going to dwarf anything we saw before. And believe me, the legacy system understands this very well. They looked at crypto. They looked at the percentages. They looked at, dude, they've looked at so much data. Okay, they understand exactly the 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 uh, the the uh, the field that they're in, and who they're fleecing. So, you know what? Like, I, I don't. You know, I want to go back to the point that Michael made about the you know the cheerleader with the you know the the non custodian stuff. Like, it's it's a very hard thing because our none of us are better than our incentives. Of course, you want Bitcoin to change lives, and at the same time, you also want it to be a censorship-resistant ledger and all that good stuff, right? You want it to maintain all of its qualities, but at the same time, you want number go up, right? Everybody wants that. The problem is that the, the problem is this, right? The, and this goes to Walton's point: if we don't have people eventually taking self-custody of their Bitcoin, right? Like. If they're not taking, if more and more people are not taking self-custody of their Bitcoin, we're literally just recreating the exact same system again, except through a different means. And it's just, it's really terrible because again, we will have sacrificed personal responsibility and freedom, which is really more important for convenience and security. And it's not even real security. It's fake security because it only secures a very small group of people. That that's really all it does. It doesn't secure. It's it's not for everyone, so to speak. So yeah, it's. I I don't I I put it in the hopium because it's either hopium or wrecked, right? Like it's it's hopium for cheerleaders because hey, Michael Saylor has 153,000 Bitcoin, uh, you know, or MicroStrategy does, and nobody seems to wonder why they never really heard of this company before. Bitcoin. But of course, you'll you'll have somebody who will be like, oh, I knew Michael Saylor long before MicroStrategy. Yeah, I'm sure you did. It's kind of weird. I, and again, I don't, I'm think, not I don't, think, I, I don't oh. think anyone had heard of him before before uh, he bought Bitcoin. I mean, there's got to be some people, who, you know, technically, right? But I mean, in yeah. Bitcoin, no one had heard of Michael Saylor before, before MicroStrategy bought a whole bunch of Bitcoin. But now all right. of a sudden, right? But all of a sudden, that their, their software is in demand and all this. I just, anyways, it's so okay. It's, so Hold basically, on, you guys. Again, it's just the psyop. It's 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 about incentives. It's about who are the people that deal the hopium. Well, it's the people that have the cuts in the exchanges, etc. Right? And so yeah. the 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 it's hopium in the short term for those people that have a cut in new people buying. Right? Because the, that's what it's about. That's what that's what these hopium deals are about. It's about recruiting new people to pay that one percent fee, right? He did survive the the dot com bust. So MicroStrategy, I mean, I went and looked, like he did survive that, right? He kept that company going. So there's got to be some props for that. Sorry, Michael, what were you but gonna all say? All that means is he actually had a real company, right? Like the only yeah. ones that blew up were just like bullshit companies anyway, no? <laughs> that's right. But he actually had a real company. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Michael. Go ahead. I was just joking because one time I was out to dinner with my girl and I was like, we need to ban Michael Saylor from Twitter because I'm sick of these AI generated Bitcoin is hope, Bitcoin is energy, Bitcoin is yeah, like, come on, man, get some like, character. Make the Bitcoin sexy returns. again. The bull market returns when he stops posting those tweets, right? Like, every exactly. Time he buys, he drops. 
He's not like every time he buys, like, AI art people... can be really cool. Huh? AI art can be really cool, but like fuck sailors AI art. Like seriously. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I, I agree. I'm sorry. I like what he's doing for Bitcoin, but I can't I can't stand with that AI. <laughs> well, let's let's see how this all plays out, right? As of right now, MicroStrategy is pretty much a Bitcoin ETF, for lack of better terminology. So I mean, it, uh, until the Coinbase rug pull, like um, MicroStrategy is the biggest uh, holder for the U.S. government. Sorry, wait, what? What? No, come on, I don't think that's man. true. I think the U.S. Guys. government's probably got 200,000. Yeah, but What's your friend's a baby, so like, how can we trust what you've got to say anyway, Can't trust man. what Michael has to say. <laughs> it's like, nobody can trust what we have to say either, so don't worry about it. We're all in yeah, the same Yeah, don't trust verify. Guys, just please come down and come to Puerto Rico soon, man. We're, We're gonna, gonna come and hang out. It's gonna be, of course. You guys are the, like, it's so refreshing that you guys are in the media space for Bitcoin. It's so needed. Fuckshitcoins.com. Make Bitcoin sexy again. You're a fucking G, Walton, and I hope I get to meet you someday. So. See, Walton's the G. <laughs> yeah, that's because we hung out already, Phil. Like, Honestly, no, no, no. Right. Phil, Phil's also a G because no, Phil, okay. you, 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 no, 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 no. You, you are. I have. I only said that because I didn't meet you in person. But you're so plugged in on like you're you're grinding out, putting out the updates, making sure we're staying aligned to the signal, not getting caught up in all this fucking bullshit noise. So shout out to you, Phil, too. You guys are both G. I appreciate yeah, you, my dude. Go. I appreciate you. So, guys. I, I want to wrap there. Like that, he, yeah. this, guy, this guy just finished it for us, Phil. He did. He totally finished it and for us. And it's Friday. Like, That's right. Come on. Let's, let's, if you're a Bitcoiner, you should be ecstatic to be alive. Like, you should be going into this yes. weekend. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and to make Bitcoin sexy again, like, come on. We all got to band together, have fun. Bitcoin's as relevant as ever. The price is up. Like, I'll see you guys on the other side. Michael brought the hopium. Michael brought the hopium. And guys, that actually wraps up the hopium. And let us know. Let us know what you think. Put it in the comments. That wraps up this week's episode of Pleb Underground. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Help us grow the channel. Don't forget to check us out on our audio-only platforms, Apple Podcasts. Spotify, and Anchor. If you want to stream a sats, check us out on fountain.fm. You can stream a sats through Breeze. And guys, don't forget to take self-custody. It's probably the most important thing that you need to do in Bitcoin. Take self-custody. We've got some awesome resources for that in the show notes. And guys, we will catch you all next week. But before we go, Michael, how do the viewers find you? Hey man, just come to Puerto Rico and we'll we'll run into each other. But please check out SanJuanBitDev.org. Absolutely awesome. We're gonna put that in the show notes. All right, Walton, wrapping it up. What do we got left? Fuck shit coins. That's right. Com. Please like and subscribe. We'll see you next week. More toxic,